This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Uh, it's podcast on a Tuesday here as we are rapidly approaching. Yeah, sure, the trade deadline. Uh, but August, which is freaky enough. Al is from Princeton. He joins us next on The Fan. Good morning, Al. Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, not from Princeton, just wearing the T-shirt. Um, but one of the things uh, we did on the actual radio show today, you quizzed me about uh, streets in Brooklyn, Staten Island, New Jersey, and Manhattan. Streets you and I travel every day for a commute. Right. And you wanted to see how much I was paying attention. Zero, evidently. <laughs> no, I actually got a couple right. No, you did better than I thought. At one point, you had... At one point, you were four oh, for six or four for seven. Right. I was like three for four, four for... Then I, then I fizzled out at the end. You did. But it got me thinking, too. You know, we've had GPS now for a number of years. Yeah. And prior to that... Like, I feel like when I first started driving clearly there was no there was nothing if you needed to get somewhere you would i'd be like let me ask my father how i get there and i would write down on like post-it notes absolutely make a right on william street a left on washington you really had to pay attention you really had to pay attention and then you're reading while you're driving then map quest was awesome for the longest time right because then you could put in directions and print them out. Mm-hmm. Now you had a printout on your passenger seat, or if you had a passenger with you, they would tell you your turns coming up. God, da, da, da. I remember printing out MapQuest directions to go up to Hanover, New <laughs> Hampshire at 10 o'clock at night for a Columbia Dartmouth game the next day at one. And you couldn't see anything. Right. And I figured it out. And we figured it out. But, and even then with the MapQuest, that was before the days of with them taking traffic into account, right? True. So Garmin would, then came out. Remember the Garmins? Then the Garmins came out when they did not have traffic. Correct. And so your time, they would tell you how long it should take you right. to get somewhere, and then you'd hit traffic, and it would just go up and up and up because right. you're not moving. Right. It wouldn't. It didn't know the direction. Right. Now, the the once we got all these phones telling us where the traffic is, that truly was a game changer. The other thing I was thinking about with the actual Garmins that first came out. Do you remember, like, you wouldn't you wouldn't always pop those on. You'd pop them on if you were going somewhere that you didn't know where, where to get to. If you yeah, were going for to, me, just for trips. I wouldn't do it going to work. Yeah, if you were going, because there was no reason. You, it right. wasn't telling you traffic, and you knew how to get to work. I always kept it in the glove compartment. Actually. Right. And what we would sometimes do is you would need it in case of emergency, yes. right? 
But when you needed it in case of emergency, you'd plug that damn thing in and turn it on. It used to take forever to find its coordinates where yeah. it was. And you were lost. Yeah. And you would be lost. And you'd be lost. 100%. And it would take forever. Yeah. For it, I don't know, to catch the satellite. I remember the first time I put it on, we were leaving. We were driving to Florida. We left at 4 a.m. And I remember it said we were going to be in Orlando at 6-something. And my wife was like, no way. I'm like, what do you want to bet? I'm like, unless we hit traffic, it's what it's going to be if we drive straight through. And damn it, we got into Orlando at like 6.30. You did. You hit no traffic. Well, because first of all, it wasn't real-time traffic, as you know. And so it wasn't tracking you either. And so as you, oh, I was tracking you, but it didn't calculate into the speed of the other cars moving. So if you did faster than the speed limit, it was all based on the speed limit. Right. If you did 75 and a 60 for a 30-mile stretch, you started making up some time. So the time you would make up, my point was a half hour ahead, you stopped to go to the bathroom and eat, and then you're right back on time. Right. They were just, they were, um, they really were. I mean, those were game changers. But I remember thinking when those were being sold in Best Buy, what a great bit. Like, these will never, ever go out because you need the maps, and now it's here for you. Who would have ever known that these stupid phones would have satellite tracking and right. make it even better? Right. And you said they'd be trying to sell you map updates every yes, year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Get the map update for one ninety nine. Get all the new roads and yeah. road closures. Okay. Yeah. My parents and older people, sometimes you'll still be driving on the highway or wherever and you'll look over and somebody passes you and they have a like a regular garment on their dash. You're like, What are you doing? Or a regular map. That's Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Eddie will look at a map before he leaves. Yeah. And go. And he won't use these things. No, he refuses to use them. He's like with the parking. It's like Eddie's disappointed when he gets near work and there's a spot available. Right. He, there's no game to play. No game. Yeah. No game for no challenge for him. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but I guess now they sell because when you go to Best Buy or whatever, they mm. still have Garmin's in the store. But now they have the satellite tracking in them. They do. So right. is it the same as doing uh the map, the Google Maps on your phone. I don't I, know. I would think it's kind of like there's different apps now. You have Waze, right? right? You have the Google Maps. I'm sure there are other ones. But I wonder, guys. like, if I buy an individual Garmin unit and put it on my dashboard are or they my using you, yeah, mean? is it the same know. as Google Maps? I would have to say it if it was because it's annoying know. to have to use the Google Maps on your phone sometimes. Yeah, it is. I would love to have a freestanding unit, but I've come to trust the Google Maps so much yeah. now. I love, I, I've, I've been on Google Maps for a couple of years. That's yeah. awesome. And you're right, especially for me, I will play music through my phone yes. sometimes and have that up. Right. And you're getting into a song and all of a sudden it's like, oh. in 500 feet, right. turn. it's like, shut up. Right. I know the turn is here. You shut told me up. about it. Right. Turn that. Right. All right, Jerry, that's my little lesson on maps. If I left right now. Yeah. From my house, not here. Okay, from your house. From my house, because we to could, go where? Going to take traffic into account. Okay, let's say Orlando. You ever do this, like when you're in Orlando and you go to like uh, to punch it in, and it wants it, it's going to give you the direction from your house. Yes, I have, and it gets <laughs> it's you taking only like twenty seven hours to get there. It gets you confused for a moment. A All right. From my home, which I'm not going to say where. I'll so just you're gonna, say that it's you're from punch Central in Jersey. Google Maps from your home to Orlando, Florida, to Lake Buena Vista, Florida. All right. If I left right now... I'm going to say it's going to take you 28 hours. What are you, out of your mind? <laughs> yeah. No. I thought it was a 24-hour trip. No. 15 hours and 48 oh. minutes. 
Which is a little long, actually. Yeah. But I would be there. Yeah. You could be there by like 1 o'clock tonight. Yeah, 16 hours, 12 would be 10. 2 o'clock. So about 2 a.m. Yeah. I say you give it a shot. How give about us that? a call. Hi, guys. Uh, I can't make it in. I'm in Orlando. I have I'll my car. I'll fly here right in time for six. <laughs> I'll fly right. to the airport and then fly back. <laughs> Drive to the airport in Orlando, get on a plane, and get back here for the show. By the way, that would be awesome. <laughs> that will show you the how amazing uh, flight is, Jerry. Uh, that's true. Let me see if you would do this, what this gentleman in Jacksonville, Florida did. He's a professional surfer. His, okay. His name is Frank O'Rourke. I don't surf, so I would say no. You're already out. I'm out. He was uh, surfing at Jacksonville Beach around 3.30 p.m. when a shark bit him. Oof. Knocking him off his surfboard. I was at Jacksonville Beach, too. Where the shark attack happened. Yeah. Not good. He was bit. He had a deep uh, shark bite in his elbow. Instead of going to the hospital, he went to the bar because he thought, hey, I got bit by a shark, and people were like, I'll buy you drinks. So he hung out at the bar instead. And did they buy him drinks? He did, yes. He got people bought him drinks. He says, quote, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It happened to a couple of my friends. It doesn't bother you. I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. There's nothing much you can really do to stop it. So try not to worry about it. Okay. Did he ever go to the hospital? Let me see, Jerry. He's just walking around with a shark bite in his elbow. (laughs) I would think he'd bleed out, no? It says uh, he did not go to the hospital. So he got nibbled on His friend says he thinks he could have used stitches. Okay. Yeah, so he didn't really get attacked by a shark. He's using a butterfly Band-Aid. A shark probably bumped into him. Well, it had to have something have happened. Something happened because he was bleeding from the elbow, right. and it did knock him off his surfboard. All right. I okay. don't know about that. You ever do a s- stand-up paddleboard? They I have call not. It, they call it SUP? I have not. Um, when we were in the Bahamas, I almost did. It looked interesting, right? It did look interesting, but I I don't know. I got the sense if I get out there and I don't feel like paddling back in. Right. Kind of screwed. Yes. I passed on it. I did it twice in my life. You did, yeah. It was it was enjoyable. Okay, maybe I'll do it next time. And I'm in the Bahamas. I'm somebody who has no balance whatsoever. And like you if could you do that. if you push me, I will stammer. Then how were you able to do that? I don't know. Hmm. I was able to do it though. Yeah, maybe I'll try it next time. I'm away. But you'll see people doing it in the ocean, which I'm not sure how they're doing it. If you do it on on a bay or a lake, right? It's much well, more this manageable. Was, this was the beach. I mean, this where was the we beach were, where the ocean's coming. In. Right. Yeah. Now the waves weren't big. This was in the middle of the afternoon. Everything was, I'm not going to say still, but it wasn't crazy. All right. And it looked fun. I just, I didn't. You didn't do that. I didn't get off my ass. I kind of stayed hanging out, laying down. I did see people at the beach this week doing the boogie boards. Yeah. And I saw older gentlemen using boogie boards. Older meaning my age? Uh, age? My age, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know that was still a thing. It's still a thing. It is still a thing. For older guys. Especially with the kids. Yes. No, that this was, uh, I saw guys. Oh, just by themselves? Yeah, by himself. No. We ever a skimboarder? Skinboarder? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Skimboarding? Yeah. That's the thin little wood board that you, as the water comes off the ocean, up the sand, you throw the board down and you try and catch it as the water's coming back down. And then you, fl- I mean, you fly. Really? You jump, get on it, and sh- you take off. It's kind of fun. I uh, tried it. I haven't done it since I was 15, and I used to be good at it. I was showing you today. I'm very close. Well. I'm very close to purchasing. An electric, an electric scooter. You are for not, down there. Not one you sit on. 
No, no, the riding. The riding one, like yeah. how they have in some of these uh, cities like Atlanta and San Francisco. I'll tell you, I had a blast on it in Atlanta. And if you're allowed to ride those around Spring Lake or yeah. wherever, oh, my God. They're 350 bucks. Yes, but I think totally worth it. I think so, too. I mean, think about you spend $350 on three dinners. Right. So why not? And you could sell it in a blink if you didn't want it. Right. For two, you get two fifty back. Right. That's a great point. I could sell it. Not bad. Could we take those through the Holland Tunnel we every cannot. morning? We cannot. They only go fifteen miles an hour. Oh, we'd be really backing up traffic. A little bit. Well, it depends on the day. Actually, no. <laughs> right. Sometimes we might be passing traffic. Some days we'd be stopped yeah. in traffic. But what we could do, especially because when you showed me and I, I did see as a fold up. Yeah, it's foldable, 26 pounds. Which means we can bring it up here. Right. What we could do is if we if there was a place that we knew we could park. Well, there's the one lot. That's a lot to pay for. I just meant if right. there was somewhere we you could park for cheap or free, that's easier than what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. But we don't drive anywhere around our, because we don't want to be walking. But right. if we could zip here on those, yes. the problem is in January. I'm not going to get on the road. Right. It's 12 degrees. Right. But for eight months out of the year, I'd be in. Plus, on a scooter, like, I don't like to walk around here at uh, 3 or 4 a.m. because I don't want to be mugged. Right. On a scooter, you zip right by everybody. On a scooter, I just zip right by the muggers. Correct. And you could you could ride down the middle of the block. There's no cars. Right. So I'm with you. I would be in. I'll be like, come at me, muggers, because I'm on. Come at me, bruggers. I'm on a scooter. Unless you can run set 15 miles an hour, which I'm sure you can't, come they, get me. They could bike, though. Oh, a mugger on a bike? Yes. Or a moped. Or a moped. I don't think... Are mopeds even a thing anymore? I think so. Yeah, they're called... But they call them like scooters now. Well, those are different. I like the scooters. All right. A new study is out, Jerry, saying that eating more nuts may improve your sex life. Okay. Results of a test is they only studied men 18 to 35 years old. The results showed that compared to the no-nuts control group... The people who ate nuts reported, quote, a significant increase in orgasmic function and sexual desires. What do you think about that? I eat a lot of nuts. You do, right? <laughs> I eat cashews. Yeah, you seem like a love machine, too. <laughs> I don't feel like a, I don't feel like super sexy when I got done eating cashews. No, don't you feel like crap? Actually, yes, I, yeah, I did. It's like that's supposed to be healthy. Yeah. You feel awful. You, the problem with nuts is you're only allowed to eat like a 12 little. 12 of them. <laughs> right, a little bit of them. Otherwise, it's like, oh, no, those are and very And then bad. what? Right. Then you got to go eat a meal. Right. I agree with you. Well, that's always the Howard Stern thing you always say. Yeah. People ask about losing weight. Many years ago, yeah, when he used to uh, ask people what they, you know, people called him up, said, how do I lose weight? He'd ask them what they were eating. And then he'd, he'd outline a, a meal plan for them. And his for a snack, he would let them have five cashews. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't so far off. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, right. He would say what his... Yeah. A regimen was. He'd be like, and then at, uh, you know, 3 o'clock, I'll have four almonds <laughs> for a snack. Yeah, and you could see why he's thin if that was true, and I actually believe it. And he'd be like, uh, for lunch, I have a salad with a teaspoon of olive oil. <laughs> I did. Well, you know, you're laughing. So there's this thing called the perfect diet that yeah. I got a couple years ago. I bought online. So I was curious. I'm like, all right, what would be, and you have to put in your measurements, uh, your weight, your ethnicity. They wanted everything. Yeah. And so I just found it because I was cleaning out the office. I'm trying to get it reconfigured for the fall and the winter. Um, and I found it. And so day two, 
here's the here's the meal plan for day two. Lunch was a salad with a piece of grilled chicken. Oh, that's fine. You can go with that. Your mid-morning snack. Oh, I'm sorry. Your breakfast was a smoothie. That's it. All it right. was just a smoothie. And they recommended the packets that you buy. I mean, okay, how is that breakfast? But okay, fine. A smoothie's breakfast. Your mid-morning snack. Smoothie at 7, mid-morning snack at 10 was one tangerine. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. <laughs> at lunch at 1230 was romaine lettuce a piece of grilled chicken, and sprinkle uh, lemon over the chicken. Your mid-afternoon snack was a handful of almonds. And this, I mean, you got to be joking. Dinner, one egg. <laughs> well, you no kidding I'm going to lose weight. I'm not eating anything. <laughs> how I, was your egg? How, how do you have one egg? I don't know. And say, I just had dinner. And the best part is, there's a little note on the bottom. Eggs are very nutritious and filling. No, they're not. Right. They're not filling. They might be nutritious. They're right. not filling. You're going to get a five-egg omelet. That will maybe fill you, but anything under yeah, five there's eggs. there's bacon and cheese in it. Right. All right. Oh. Sometimes you go to a breakfast place, there'll be two eggs, any style. Well, what's that going to do for me? <laughs> Nothing. Not much. Yeah. Well, that's why they give you all the home fries and whatnot. That's true. Make you feel weighted down and fat. Jerry, I have two postcards here. One from Chicago. Chicago. Oh, hi there. Jerry S. from Las Vegas sending my second postcard. I won a free weekend trip to Chicago. Went to Wrigley Field for the first time. Got to see a group of fans brawl in the bleachers. I did not see any groups of teenagers, so I think the city would be safe for Al. I still listen to the podcast every day while driving in Las Vegas. See ya, Jerry S. All right, Jerry. And then this guy was smart, Jerry. He sent a postcard. His landscaping business has postcards. Oh, it's cool. They're mailers. Wreck, and he. this is how he, he sent it to us. Wreck and Big Al. I rarely leave New Jersey in the summer, but wanted to send a postcard for all the non-vacationing listeners. Keep up the content, and I hope you open the coffee house one day. Charlie from Charlie George Landscaping. Nice. And his whole thing, Jerry, his landscaping business, Bite Back. It's ways to fight mosquitoes. All right. I'm going to take that. You're going to take uh, this? All right, right Charlie. Well, right now I use a company called True Green. True Green, all right. And they, I do the mosquito spraying in the backyard as well and in the front, and it has been amazing. But I could, I could switch next spring. Jerry, this guy uses organic formula that's safe for children, pets, and pollinators like bees and butterflies. So you'll kill mosquitoes and ticks, but you will not kill the good things. I could. Uh, I'll keep. I'll keep that. You're gonna keep that, Jerry. Yes, I will keep. All that. right. What about keeping this? The warm-up program. Yeah, it's not going anywhere right now. It's wildly popular. It is wildly popular, Jerry. They say it's the most popular 12-minute show on the station. It's the only 12-minute show on well, the station. I didn't read that part. They didn't oh. mention that. But it is up next. Uh, and we're back tomorrow morning. I'm going to let, uh, yes, but I'm going to have the podcast. I'm going to let Bob do the podcast tomorrow. Oh, well, Bob okay podcast tomorrow. Yes. All right. I've never done one with Bob. Is that true? Yeah. Well, tomorrow will be the first. Does he bring up a lot of topics and I can just lay back? And uh, He does not. He sits there and says, all right, what, what, ask me, talk to me. Oh, what do you have for me? Correct. Okay. Well, I'll prepare that. See you. Yeah. Good morning, campers. It's
the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Well, we got the Tuesday morning rolling for you. More trades in baseball, which we will get to. Al Dukes, the land of Princeton man. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, I like to wear a Princeton t-shirt. Make you feel smarter, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes me feel smarter. It makes I'm a people, Princeton tiger. Looks pe- makes people look at me differently like that's an wow. Ivy. You went to an Ivy League school. That's an Ivy League right nope, there. Nope, just the shirt. Then I realized not too long ago there's a uh, a track uh, emblem on the sleeve. So this is not only do I go to Princeton, Jerry. You run. I was on the track team. How about that? 50-yard dash. Of course, that would have been, you ready for this? A number of years ago. 32 years ago. Uh, potentially. <laughs> no, when you were 18, wow. you'd be a freshman, right? Yeah. So if I went to Princeton right now and I'm roaming on roaming around the campus, the the students there are 32 years older than you should be their parents. Wow, yeah. Jerry, I could not have a parent in college. I'm only going to be 50 this year. So I have. How about this? I don't know what you're talking. I'm about. I'm 45. I have a friend of mine that I went to high school with. Yeah, uh, her kids are through college. Oh, through college already. Yeah, yeah. It does look odd sometimes when I see on Facebook people I went to high school with having children graduating college, and yeah. and I'm like. Who should these, I have a baby or shouldn't I? Who are these old people I'm looking at on <laughs> oh, Facebook? my friends. Oh, people I'm in the same age as. Do you ever think about what the different stage of life you're at than that? Yes. Yes. When I... You've been at the same stage, just party on for the last 30 years. Right. And they actually had They've moved became on. adults. Yeah, in the adult world, right? <laughs> yes. Jerry, last night there was no Mets game to watch. There you know wasn't. How, you know how I like to sit down and watch a good Mets game, or well, you like the condensed game, or I like to sit down and watch the Yankees. They didn't play either. Broadcast. Right? They didn't play either. So it was a good excuse to watch something different. You know, because when you get in baseball season, you get another into, murder mystery. Al, you, you get into a little bit of a documentary. <laughs> I did happen to watch a, oh. a documentary about a serial killer. You did. Wow, what a shock! Which is concerning, Gina, but. This is the interesting thing. Like, if I tell you, like, every night I watch a documentary about a serial killer, people think I'm psycho. You're just intrigued by it. Right. But if I told you I read a Stephen King book every week, people would be like, he's so smart. He's very well read. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So if I read it, it's smart. You're still stimulating your mind in the the same way. And if I watch it, what, I'm an idiot? Yes. Uh, So what, what did you watch differently last night? Uh, well, differently, well, meaning I didn't go back and forth between the baseball games. I, I didn't have so to. So it was a murder <laughs> documentary. It was a serial so killer. It was, another, it was just another random night in the Duke's apartment. They're down now, Jerry, to serial killers you've never heard of. I, I don't care In of. these documentaries. Okay. But I'm saying, the, like, Ted Bundy you've heard of, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. They're, right. There's uh, only a handful that I have heard of. We're done with those. Uh, those topics have been done to death. How many? Oh, God. How many Pun. popular ones? I, I hate to use that word. Yeah. How many popular serial not killers? Popular. How many serial killers are well known? Well known serial. I'm going to say twenty. Twenty. Yeah. But no we are down. Way. Yeah, hundred percent. Because you become a serial killer expert <laughs> does not mean the rest doesn't of mean us others are. are. Okay. Right. Fair enough. But back in action tonight, Jerry. Uh, Yankees. Arizona. So yes. So you're back to the flip. You did the show sheet. You don't I remember? did. I don't remember. And Mets. Versus White Sox. White Sox. There you Garbage go. Garbage game. No one wants. These are the interleague games we're not interested Why? in. Why? White Sox, Mets. Yeah, because you still want them to win. Were you into Mets twins last week or two weeks no. ago, whatever it was? 
Why not? You know what? I love you were it. The in, Yankees, Twins. I love it in football when different teams play each other. See, in, I don't care for that as in much. In baseball, I don't want to White Sox Mets. I'm different. I have no issue watching any team in baseball and football. There's only a handful of teams I'm interested in. Is Honestly, that right? yeah, for real. I'll watch because I have wheels. to watch for for work. But how many times can I watch the Steelers and Ravens? Right. It's enough. Unless. So you like we the changeup Mets White Sox. I think it's a yeah, it's different. You know, I don't love the interleague play, but it it's it's a little different. It's okay. Uh Yankees Diamondbacks always reminds me of nine eleven, which I don't care for. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, you're right. And Mariano Rivera blowing it in the seventh inning. Blowing it out uh, of the seventh game. Yeah. Right. I remember Carlin going out there with Mike and Chris. They were all set to celebrate a Yankees championship. Yeah, that didn't happen. After 9-11, that's when we should have, New York should have so gotten a the championship. the naysayers out there, like right. Edward. Yes. I like Eddie will say, if there was ever a God, that's the, you know, that's right. the if series God, New York deserved to win. If God intervened in sports. It, it doesn't happen. He would have given the Yankees right. that World Series. Especially with some of the crazy wins they had at Yankee right. Stadium off. Who's the pitcher? Byung Young Kim, I think, was his name for yep. the Diamondbacks. She had some dramatic home runs from the Yankees. Great wins, but they couldn't win there. Right. And they had a chance to and didn't. Was it Luis Gonzalez, right? Yes. That had the base hit over Mariano's head. Yeah. So, so we'll get that matchup tonight. Different players, though, from 2001. You don't think anybody's still around? That was 18 years ago, Jerry. No Kurt no Schilling? One, no one's on that team Randy anymore. Johnson. Nope. Did you see Randy Johnson at the Hall of Fame speech? I did not. Did you see the Hall of Fame speech? No, I did not. So he had a he had a seat in the back. He still looks like a younger man. And I could go out and pitch. He looks like a tall bird. Okay. Yeah. I saw him in a documentary on MLB he Network. He hit a bird once. He did. Yeah. On the 95 Mariners. Right. And he was personable in this documentary. He seemed like kind of a lot of guys actually are. Yeah. I think they're just tired of the everyday grind of talking to the same media types. Right. About nonsense. Got it. Jerry, you're not going to have Jason Vargas to kick around here anymore. Wow, what happened to him? <laughs> He's gone to the Phillies. Interesting, right? Down the turnpike, as we say here in New... Well, we're in New York. As we say in New Jersey. Down the turnpike. Down the turnpike. Yeah. What do we make of this? The Mets getting a pitcher in Marcus Stroman. The Mets getting rid of a pitcher in Jason Vargas. And they still could get rid of uh, Zach Wheeler. Did they just swap each other out? I'm not, I mean, as of today, Sure. They added Stroman. They subtracted uh, Vargas. Vargas. I find it interesting, though, inside the division, for really no disrespect to the kid they got, but for I guess he's a good defensive catcher, but he's batting 190 at double A. What's he going to bat at the big leagues? Probably less. Probably less. So it seems more like a salary dump, I guess, but to the Phillies, all right, maybe maybe reverse psychology. Right. He'll give up a bunch of home runs at, at the Citizens Bank ballpark. Now, will you be excited for the first matchup? Vargas versus Mets. Uh, no. Excited? I would no. be. No. Why? He's he got 80 miles an hour. What am I excited about? He's got, he's got, I was going to say vengeance on his mind, but that's not it. He has retribution on his mind. Think he'll go after Tim Healy again? Tim Healy's going to hit? When he comes back. No, Tim, Tim Healy's the writer. Oh, the writer. That he yelled at. He does not play for the Mets. <laughs> got it. <laughs> I thought that was the catcher they just got. <laughs> Tim Healy. It was not. 
And what do you make of this story that uh, Marcus Stroman, upon hearing he was dealt to the Mets nothing, and not the Yankees... I actually, you know, I didn't like this story from this standpoint. Caused a brouhaha in the... The commotion. Blue Jays locker room. Get with this brouhaha. That the was no writers brouhaha. were kept out of Jerry while Marcus Stroman was angry about being traded to the Mets. He <laughs> says he wasn't. Well, you got to say I didn't... Oh, I wasn't mad. I think that. he handled everything very well yesterday. What about his... You hear the audio? It's terrible. What about Pops Stroman talking to the media and saying, yeah, he wanted to go to the Yankees? That's fine. I think everybody knows. Listen, Why is his father talking got, to the press? Well, this happens all the time. If My you father had better not call Neil Best If you tell him what a, I tell him. If you had a choice to go pitch for the Yankees right now, yes. the team that's 30 games over 500 oh, with cool. a healthy lead in the division and they're playoff bound, wouldn't you prefer to go there? I would like to go there, Of yeah. course. At the end of the day... I'll tell you where he sounded excited. The idea of pitching with Steven Matz, who he played with as a kid. Right. Like, he it, he genuinely seemed pumped up that he's got him as a teammate now. So, that's not, please, I don't put any stock in that crap. Just come out and pitch. Somebody had tweeted out a photo of a newspaper article when Steven Matz beat Marcus Stroman in high school. Okay. High school matchup. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I think that's kind of neat. Uh, very neat. And how about Stroman was there at the, um, the no-hitter? The Johan Santana no-hitter. Oh, he was a spectator? Yeah. You'd, what you'd, year was that? Uh, was that five years ago now? Four, no way, six years more ago? More than that. It was 2012, so seven years ago. Seven years ago. Okay. How old was Marcus Stroman then? He was 20, nine. Yeah. What? What is wrong with you? He was 19. He was 19 years old. <laughs> he was not. And in the stands. <laughs> I thought he was a young child enjoying the Johan Santana no-hitter. <laughs> he was not a young child. He was... How old did you say? 19? I would say 19. He was 19 years old. 28? Yeah, so he's 19. He was 19. How old are you then? 41. (laughs) In which year was this now? 2012. 69, 79, 89, 99, 2009, 40. 43 years old. 43. I'd sign up for that, though, right now, Jerry. So To be 43? We're so idiots. It wasn't nine years ago. You're confusing me when you said he was nine years old. It was seven years ago. Seven so he was years 21. ago. Okay, got it. Yes. Don't do that. And Jerry, uh, Al, I don't like this. Landon, everything. <laughs> this specifically. Okay. <laughs> Landon Collins. Oh, come on. He wants to take no, Dave Gettleman out. No, he doesn't. On the you know when the teams no, are warming doesn't. up. He came out. He wants said, to have a pass thrown near Gettleman so he can knock him over. And then I guess people got on him because it means he wants to hurt him. Yeah, he He's wants like, to injure him. He basically came out and tweeted, learn what a joke is, guys. Oh, Having he was some kidding. fun with this. Yes. I was going to say. Everything's taking us a damn literally. You know what I thought what Gettleman should do is have Trip him. Saquon Barkley get Landon Collins in a scissor lock. With those big thighs, <laughs> just crushing them out. No, crushing to the side of Landon Collins' head, and say, "This is uh, for Gettleman." <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're thinking. Yeah. All right. We're just take crush him with his thighs, Jerry. <laughs> it's a very busy like, Wednesday morning or Tuesday morning. Can't Excuse you tell? Me. <laughs> <laughs> serial killing documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> crushing Landon Collins with Saquon Barkley's thighs. When we come back, Al has a couple of more boring stories, and then we'll get you to six with Boomer on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Boomer's giving Al, I guess, a massage. Either that or he's 
giving him a concussion. One or the other. Anyway, uh, welcome back. Mets and Yankees did not play. They both played tonight. Jason Vargas traded to the Phillies. Go, Al. Jerry, I'm wondering if you're concerned about this. The whole Ezekiel Elliott thing. Jerry Jones came out and said, you don't have to have a rushing champion to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, no, he did it. No, no, he did. He, you know, it's funny. He went through this with Emmitt Smith. He, he sat did? out the. Fr- yes. He did the same thing? He sat out the first couple of games of the regular yeah. season. The Cowboys lost both. They panicked. They paid him. <laughs> so he might be right in today's day and age. Yeah. I don't know that they have the quarterback and the team, though, to do it without Ezekiel Elliott. And it then takes they, a lot of pressure off that quarterback. And then they signed to Alfred Morris, who was on the team previously. It was a couple of years right? ago, yeah. Maybe 17, I would say two years ago. They're gonna, he was good, but no, he's not Ezekiel Elliott. They're going to feed him, Jerry. Well, uh, he doesn't do that whole stupid feed thing. Hey, do Giants, Cowboys start the season again? Hell if I remember. I feel like they do. I'm going to need to Google that schedule because I want to see because Ezekiel Elliott's going to hold out a couple games. Maybe the Giants get lucky. He doesn't play. Well, he's in Cabo, so I'm sure he's staying Cabo in Wabo. shape on the beach. He's with Sammy Hagar. He's with Sammy Hagar at his bar. Going down his, to Cabo Wabo. Tequila bar, which I was at. Dallas and Giants week one. That's yeah, a lucky that's break for the Giants. It's Although, not Sunday Night Football, though, is it? Thank God. Just a regular game, a 4 o'clock game. Although the Giants have no wide receivers, so that would be fair. Yeah, you that's play not going with, well right now. You play with no wide receivers. Cowboys play with no Ezekiel Elliott. And we're even. And let's see what we got. Well, you might have Terrell Owens by then. For the Giants? That would be awesome. <laughs> Everyone's invited to the Nissan.